It's old-timey crimey. I am Christy. And I am Amber. And we are technically on break right now. Vacation. Did you just say vacation? Because I figure that I like that's accurate if, if that's what you said. Considering how busy yours is going to be, yes, that does seem Fake-cation. accurate. Vacation. Yes, we are taking a couple weeks off, but don't worry, there will be something in the feed. There is the little bit we're gonna talk about today. And then next week, you can look forward to one of our older episodes of the old tiny crimey that we do over on the Patreon. Which is awesome. And if you're not over there, you should be. Absolutely. You should be 100%. Um, I I just have this thing where, like, we planned on taking some time off. And I was like, surely, surely I cannot put something up just for one week even. Because I don't want to do two tinies. Because I feel like that's a disservice to our patrons. And so I picked out this one case because I just can't let a week go by without something in the feed. I picked out this one case that is too tiny for a tiny. It's a tiny, tiny. Tiny, tiny. It's not long enough to be one of our old tiny crimey. So I was like, well, can actually use one of the cases on that list of, of shorter episodes and do it now. So I can't use this for anything else. Here you go. Exactly. Yes. You're welcome. So. We are going to be talking about the Straw Hat Riots. Hmm. You love a riot, don't you? Indeed, I do. I love riots. I think they're glorious. And this, as you can imagine from the name, is a fashion-related riot. This, okay. (laughs) Okay, so, you know the rules of wearing white? No. Oh, okay, well... You're supposedly allowed to wear white from Memorial Day through Labor Day. And then the rest of the times of the year, you're not supposed to. This rule kind of came about uh, sort of almost in a nefarious way. And definitely in a class warfare kind of way. The old money in the 1800s decided to reserve white clothes for those who had the spare funds to vacation in warmer locales during the fall and winter months. This divided, at first it divided the old money from the new money because the new money didn't know the rules. So if you see new money in the city wearing white after Labor Day, and then eventually it separated the moneyed from the workers. Because if you're a worker, wearing white is pretty impractical, especially once the streets turn to slush. Well, and that's the thing, wearing white is just in general pretty impractical. In my opinion, because if I wear a white shirt, I can guarantee you I'm going to dump coffee down the front of myself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Every time, <laughs> without fail. <laughs> well, the rules for hat wearing were similar to those for wearing white. Memorial Day through Labor Day. Except not quite Labor Day, because for some reason they extended it a couple weeks past. So September 15th was supposed to be the day that you stopped wearing your straw hat. And... For practical reasons, this applied to many different groups. Cowboys would stop wearing their straw cowboy hats around the middle of September and switch over to their other, like their winter hat. Their winter hat. Their winter cowboy hat. I don't think that's fair, though, because there's a lot of times that it's it's still hot at like the end of September that you would want to wear the straw that is cooler. Yeah, one would think, and there were even cases where mayors would put out a proclamation of like when you can, this when you're really supposed to stupid. stop wearing This is really hat. stupid. Look, I, I'm not begrudging anybody. Like, I, I don't want to yuck your yums. I do not fucking care about fashion enough 
to give a damn what the rules of fashion are. And if somebody would try to tell me, like, not to wear white, well, one, I wouldn't anyway. But, like, if I fucking want to, I'm gonna. If I want to wear a straw hat, I'm, I'm fucking gonna. You, don't tell me what to wear. Mm-mm. No, I'm gonna wear what I want to wear. Fuck you. Yeah, I think a white sweater can look really nice in the wintertime. Not on my ass, but okay. sure, on you. <laughs> I get a little tanner than you do, I guess. <laughs> I just, I would blend in with your white wall. Like, you wouldn't see me anymore. Look at me, I'm green screen. <laughs> so, it, it did seem to be more about comfort than prevailing temperatures, but for some reason it became this sort of hard and fast rule for the straw hats to be removed September 15th. I'm going to make stupid rules and make proclamations from here on out, guys. Absolutely, you should. Make one right now. Your socks can no longer match, ever. Always mismatched socks, and not just mismatched color, mismatched types. Oh, yes. Yes. So you might be wearing an ankle sock with a knee sock. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Right? <laughs> Stupid. Chaos and horror. Everybody's running around looking like LL Cool Day in 1994. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, the guy who robbed a convenience store in my hometown a couple weeks ago. He had no shoes on and different colored socks and uh, sweatpants on his head. That's it's, a look, I it, guess. Yep, yeah, it's he's he's got he's got a vibe, and it's a very unique one. Do you guys know anyone that wears sweatpants on his head? <laughs> I think he just robbed a convenience store. Yeah. So, the whole straw hat thing, like I said, the the mayors would get in on it. The mayor of Chicago gave men two weeks' notice at Labor Day oh, in 1908. Fuck. All right. <laughs> Amber sped up. Who knew it would be straw hats that would do it? So it seems I want a riot, though. Right now, I want to start a fucking riot. So I understand. I don't even know where you're going with this, but I want to fight somebody. Well, that is sort of what happened. In the 1910s, gangs of boys started roaming cities, plucking straw hats off of men's heads, destroying them, you know, tearing them up, lighting them on fire, Oh, the first fashion police! Yes, yes, it's the first fashion police. Who knew it would be, like, 14-year-old boys? Queer Eye did. <laughs> yeah, there you go, yeah, yeah. So at first it happened in the spring, you know, before Memorial Day, if people started wearing them too early. And as soon as you saw someone with the straw hat that was on too early, you got to work. You plucked that hat off their head. A few weeks after Labor Day that same year, the same thing happened. It did really seem to proliferate in the fall. Pittsburgh was actually seemed to be kind of the birthplace of this, as far as I could tell. That was at least where the earliest accounts were from. And uh, in the Pittsburgh Press, September 13th, 1910, there's an editorial cartoon showing straw hats being hunted in a variety of ways. Clubs, lit matches, dogs, guns, rocks. I'll take a flamethrower, Alex. <laughs> Excellent choice. And the, uh, the droll caption of this little cartoon said, The hunting season is open on straw hats. Not more than 200 a day may be bagged by one person. Any weapon from shotgun to gill net may be used. Jesus Christ. It, it was an editorial cartoon, so it's satirizing and exaggerating how it went. Normally, there weren't really weapons involved, just a lot of, like, picking up a hat off a man's head and throwing it on the ground and stomping on it. <laughs> They're lucky that none of these guys just shot them, but maybe that's more of, like, today's men. Oh, uh, yeah. So, sure enough, on September 15th of that year, the official end of straw hat season, mm -mm. an article in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette proclaimed that the hook was waiting for the straw hat, and the bell sounds and the curtain goes down on the headgear of summer season. 
So that was on page one. And then on page two of the Pittsburgh Gazette Times that same day was a recounting of an event held for some reason at a Pittsburgh psychiatric hospital and poor farm, as they called oh, it back then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. You're either crazy or poor. Either way, you belong here. You belong here. And we're also going to invite 700 prominent city men for a day of summer feasting and baseball to close out the summer. They probably made all the poor people cook. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm 100% sure they did. And uh, part of the festivities was wearing a hat and having it torn off and stomped on. That was, it was just kind of part of it. Over 100 people suffered that fate. And when it was all done, they passed out the soft hats, as they called them. Felt mm-hmm. hats. <laughs> This is actually going to destroy Amber. But that's all fun and games. Voluntary, too. Like, people would show up intentionally with a straw hat on because it was part of the game. This is my Dollar General straw hat. Go ahead and stomp on it, boys. Yeah, yeah. This isn't even my good hat. It's fine. Hey, old-timey, crimey fans. If you're enjoying this story, you'll love what we've got going on over on the Patreon. That's patreon.com slash oldtimeycrimey, where we give our beloved patrons five bonus episodes every month for just $5 a month. There you'll find content like our series on the Aurora murderers, when a still to this day unknown killer roamed the streets of Aurora, Illinois, bludgeoning women in churchyards and cemeteries. As well as our weekly bonus episodes where we talk about stuff like the Halloween lesbian murder and London's all-female gang, the 40 Elephants. And then there's our monthly extra extras where we each bring a case the other hasn't heard of yet. With a theme like murder ballads, murders involving weapons from Clue, or Amber's favorite, fire! So come on over to patreon.com slash oldtimeycrimey. For over 150 bonus episodes and new ones coming every week, that's patreon.com slash oldtimeycrimey. Do it. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) The thing is, is that, does anybody actually take this seriously? Well, according to the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, quote, Man meekly doffs his straw hat today, but of course he is no cringing slave to fashion. It is only woman who lets herself be bossed around like that. No, this seems to be all men. Yes, it does seem to be all men, doesn't it? (laughs) And, you you know, good luck if you want to not be bossed around and still wear your straw hat flouting conventions. This is 1910. Women didn't have a choice but to be bossed around. No, but the men. The men are still being bossed around. They can't wear their straw hats because then... I chose to do this. And then the, the gangs will pluck the hat off their head. You risk your hat. And grown men got in on it. Quote, everyone aided in sounding the knell of the festive summer headgear, from the boys in the slum districts to the wealthy brokers in the stock exchange. Ten arrests were made by police in the Penn Avenue district. Near riots were caused in several sections of the city by gangs of hoodlums who destroyed headgear and attacked pedestrians and passengers on streetcars. I really want to see part two of this, the kilt kerfuffle. (laughs) Excellent, I love it. The kilt kerfuffle. Let's see, which other ones can we come up with? The Pants Parade? No. The Pants Pandemonium! Pants Pandemonium. The Pants Pandemonium, which is a direct result of having a pants party. You know, if you're going to go to the pants party, you got to be prepared for the Pants Pandemonium. I only go to the no pants parties. Yes, I know. You're notorious for that. I am. (laughs) I, I don't know what happens, but, like, I drink and my clothes come off and everyone else's is just... 
the strangest phenomenon. <laughs> it is. It's a it's a good time. <laughs> oh gosh, the pants pandemonium. So they sometimes tore up the hats and then nailed the remains to street poles, which means they're walking around with hammer and nails. They planned this. This is part of the game. It's like Ned Stark putting a head on a pike, but it's a fucking straw hat because the fashion police have been through. (laughs) Put this hat on a pike as a symbol. So there seems to be a distinction drawn between straw hat rioting among friends and out in public. The Pittsburgh Press tells us, no man likes to have his hat snatched from his head by somebody he has not yet been introduced to. No man likes to have his snatch hatted either. (laughs) Yeah, that sentence got away from me a little bit. But like, I'm just picturing this as, you know, one man walks up to another man on the street and says, hello, my name is John Smith, shakes his hand and then grabs his hat and runs off. I like my 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 head version. I, I hope he makes like the weird little like Mario giggle or something as he's running away. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Does a little like heel click. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently there was some upset during this particular ride because the cops didn't respond fast enough. A week and a half later, there was an article in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette saying that straw hat riots would be a thing of the past now. Oh, ho, ho, how wrong they were. And that was the headline. I have a question, though. So when the police would show up, who's in trouble? The guy wearing the straw hat or the guy that stole the straw hat? Like, I don't even know who the police would go after. The guy who stole the straw hat. Would they, though? Yes, they would, yeah. Because the mayor (laughs) said you're not supposed to do that. But it's September 15th. You can do it on t- Oh, you can the, the do it mayor, on the day yeah, of. The mayor okay. would say you can continue wearing straw hats for a couple of weeks, until, but September 15th is the cutoff date. And so once that cutoff date came, the hats got snatched. Okay, so like say it's September 16th now. Do the cops go after the guy that was wearing the straw hat? <laughs> they still go after the people who stole them. Okay, good. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. I didn't know whose side they were on. There was actually sort of a... Not quite a court case, but a little bit of a hearing over this particular incident where the police were said to have not responded fast enough. And the superintendent of police said they would take measures to keep it from happening again. And yet, seven months later, almost to the day from that newspaper article, the first straw hat of the spring was destroyed. One man versus 100 people who, quote, tore the hat from his head, ripped it to pieces, and used him none too gently at the same time. Wait, wait, used him? I know, I know. It's so hilarious because lately... Is this like prison rape? Like, what happened to this poor man? Lately, I've been like... Because so many times during certain periods of the... Like, in the old newspapers, they use attacked as a almost... I mean, it's not a euphemism because somebody is being attacked, but as as sexual assault is what they mean. Yes. And so I'll be reading a modern article and they say somebody was attacked and I was like, oh... But it, it, and I, I've started to associate that with sexual assault now. Yeah, ravaged. <laughs> yes, yes, ravaged, yes. And so I think it, it's, it's hilarious because they say, and used to none too gently at the same time. So they, they also have like some sayings and ways of putting things that actually sound more like sexual assault than they actually are. I think they probably just pushed and shoved them around some. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. And then we have, uh, quote, considerable excitement was caused in the vicinity of Carson and Smithfield streets shortly after 9.30 a.m. when a foreigner appeared wearing a straw hat. A gang of boys attacked the foreigner in an attempt to destroy the lid, but two officers rescued him. They called it a lid. The foreigner boarded a Cannonsburg car with what remained of the lid. That's from the Pittsburgh Press on April 15, 1912. 
Yeah, and he probably decided not to settle in Pittsburgh due to that incident. Yeah, right? He was like, yeah, I'm just going to take the next bus out of town. I don't know what happened. I was walking. Somebody attacked me and tore my hat to bits. Fuck this town. Moving on. So much for the roads paved with gold of America. Now I just have half of a hat left. I actually came here and lost my hat. (laughs) Well, as, as most American dreams go. Yep, that is how it goes. So this continued for years and spread across the country. In 1922, the more experienced boys at an Omaha high school wear felt caps on the first day of school, September 6, 1922. And despite the fact that the mayor had extended straw hat season until the 15th, as was tradition, they commemorated the first day of school with a straw hat riot on the younger boys. So it was kind of almost like hazing in a way. In New York City, it became a very popular event that year and started early on the 13th. As the New York Tribune put it, quote, straw hat smashing orgy bears heads from battery to Bronx. See, that's another one. They'll use the word orgy. Just throw it around left and right. I would go to a straw hat orgy. (laughs) Now you're into straw hats. I'm super into straw hats now. Like I would love to go to a party where people are wearing nothing but straw hats. I'm in. I'm well, in. That is the uh, the pants party. The no pants party. <laughs> it's the no pants party. Just straw hats. I'd be down with that. No pants straw hat. This is turning into a Dr. Seuss orgy. <laughs> it is. Oh, God. Fox and socks and socks and fox. <laughs> yeah. But this time, there were more consequences in New York, possibly because everybody went so all out. They had straw hat bonfires. People were injured. And... Several of the young men involved were actually injured as part of their punishment. Uh, The police said, uh, hey, dads of of these young fellows who were snatching straw hats, come to the police station and spank your boys. And they did. So, yeah, just, you know, uh, spanking at the police station. Yeah, I could be into that. (laughs) Quote, Lieutenant Lenahan invited the boys' fathers to come to the station and spank them, and the invitation was cordially accepted. But someone was really bound to get hurt because they had kind of advanced their tactics. They were using clubs with nails on them. And they just swipe the hat off your head. And if the hat is sitting a little low on your head, they swipe your head. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Swipe left. So the rides went on for days, moving across the city. If police showed up in one area, it would quiet down there, and then rioting would break out elsewhere. All told, seven men were arrested and fined $5 each, which is $86 today. The magistrate warned that the next man who was brought before him for destroying hats would see the inside of a jail cell. That magistrate? Peter A. Hatting. Oh, the irony. (laughs) I, I just sat there and stared at that when I came across it in the newspaper. I was like, there's no way. Come on. That is glorious. How gullible do you think I am? But it was in several articles. <laughs> Magistrate hatting. Yeah. Not down with the de-hatting. My show notes are titled Days of De-hatting. Excellent. We spend way too much time together. Way too much time. <laughs> so Magistrate Hatting did send one man to jail for three days after threatening to do so with one young man and then relenting when he saw the boy's 70-year-old gray-haired mother in tears in the courtroom. Something is wrong here because these young men are said to be like 15, 16, 17. She's 70? She have them in her 50s? 
You know what, though? Life was harder back then, and maybe she was 50 and just looked 70. It's entirely possible. You're actually right about that. So, Magistrate Hadding said, okay, well, your mom's crying. That makes me sad. I should definitely rule based on emotion, so you can go home. And then the next guy who ended up in front of him for... You have no mother! Ha ha ha! Exactly, yeah. The guy whose mom doesn't show ends up in jail. Nice. It is noted... Because there's kind of a conspiracy theory here. A a, a gentle, fun conspiracy theory. A few places where the straw hat rioting would happen, the stores would do big business in hats. Demand increases when you have people going around destroying them. Gotta fill in that gap somewhere. I, I think there is a conspiracy theory to be made about this. Oh, yeah. Like, right in front of a felt hat store, you get de-hatted. Yeah, yeah. And the the hat stores would just, like, hire all the local hoodlums to go around snatching hats. Yeah. Sorry about what happened to you, man. We got a clearance going on in here if you want to come over. Yeah, yeah. Get a new hat. 70% off of the 100% markup. If it was a conspiracy, it didn't last forever, obviously. We don't even hardly wear straw hats anymore, or hats in general. And this, this was really the peak, 1922, in New York City. Within a few years, either people learned to be wary of what hats they wore in September, or the craze just died out. Or the Depression happened and, like, everybody was so poor that it didn't really seem fun to go around destroying people's headwear. Well, yeah, and you can't afford to replace it then either. Yeah. Or go to the nearest hat store and buy another. It's just not going to happen. Or you're just too busy trying to find your next meal to be bothering with such quirky, fun things as hat riots. Yes, yes. There, There were bread riots. There didn't need to be hat riots. Pretty sure there were bread rides. There had to be at some point. Um, so, okay. That is my story of the Straw Hat Riots. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Nobody died, though. Nobody died, no. Well, it's not old-timey murder. It's old-timey crimey. I know. Crimes happened. Crimes did happen. You were really looking forward to somebody getting their head bashed in, weren't you? I was. I was I'm expecting sorry. it to somebody to, like, get, like, the club with the nail right to the back of the skull. Like, I was just waiting for you to tell me about that. But then there'd be, like, a murder trial, and it would be much longer than the 20 minutes we've done on it. <laughs> so. Fair. That's fair. kind of part and parcel of the, the itty-bitty cases is there's not enough there. So you, you can't have too much court involved because that's pages and pages. So, fashion police, straw hat riots, kilt kerfuffles, straw hat, no pants orgies. Pants pandemonium. Pants pandemonium. That, that is the uh, synopsis of this episode. Yes, it is. Good synopsis. Thank you. I'll just, I'll just type all that into the show notes box. Just, just random words. Make sure you have orgy in there like four times, though. Oh, then it'll get taken off YouTube. Would it? Uh, I, I did have one episode taken off YouTube. I can't remember what it was called, but um, it was just a couple weeks ago. And I got the notification, like, just after midnight on release day. Like, YouTube has removed your video. I was like, ah! Me and my dirty mouth. It's whichever one doesn't have a subtitle is the one. Because I just I, I just went in and edited it and took out the subtitle. I was like, I, it was like 12 o'clock at night on a Friday. I was like, I don't feel like trying to figure out what else to call this. So I'll just give it no subtitle. <laughs> so, whichever one that is. And yeah, it was probably you and your dirty mouth, but... Probably. You know, your dirty mouth also came up with kilt kerfuffle, so we, we can't have any blame. I there. enjoy it very much. So It is excellent, yes. All right. Well, you're invited to our next kilt kerfuffle, and uh, we'll, uh, we hope you have some pants pandemonium in your life right now, because everybody should have some pandemonium in their pants.
Agreed. And, and uh, we're going to go off and enjoy our vacation now. Uh, and we'll see you uh, back here next week with a tiny. So us in the past, we'll see you. And then after that, we'll be back for good. For now. Until we take another vacation. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, just uh, keep the pandemonium in your pants. Bye. Bye. My sources were Emily Vanschmiss on Better Homes and Gardens, Justin Peters on Slate, and from newspapers.com, thank you, Chris Garcia, the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, the New York Tribune, and the Gazette Times. <laughs>